Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Sunday, and in the house, I have the lovely, the lovely in the house. <laughs> How many lovelies was I going to say? Yeah, I was all for it, though. I'm all here for it. <laughs> How are you? Also in the chat room, I see, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great, hon. Uh, I see Latanya's in the chat room. She says, good evening, Taz, D, Lovely, and E. We're waiting on E, but if she doesn't come, I understand. Last week she yeah. was traveling, and her reception was in and out. Um, okay. Tanya? The first thing I got, say it again. I, I know I over-talked you. That's uh, okay. I just said hi to Latanya. Um, the first thing I got, Re- Republican Adam Kinzinger, I, I got to say it real slow so I don't jack it up, on Sunday said oh. it was quite crazy that the Secret Service did, in fact, delete text messages the day before and the day of January 6, 2021, the Capitol riot. Your opinion on this craziness, D. Lovely? This is somehow confusing and shocking that they would delete text messages. I mean, I know that their job is to protect the the president, but if the president is part of a, a coup or an insurrection or a terrorist organization... You should not be protecting that man. You should be trying to find a way to make sure that anybody who needs to know knows here's what you're dealing with. And that's what's disappointing in this situation. Um, I got a question that I posed on Facebook. Don't uh, the text messages go to the cloud? I mean... Somebody on my post said any good IT tech could go back and retrieve these things. That's oh, yeah, they're absolutely going to be able And you wouldn't even have to worry about them going to the cloud. You know, even when you delete something out of your phone, it's still in the phone. All you have to do is get the um, – the, SIM card. Uh, what is that? Yeah, well, not even the SIM card. It's it's um, It's part of the VPN, I think, and when you have – uh, blocks that are placed on certain phones, you have to have a VPN to be able to get into the phone. That collects data, and that's part of what they would – that's the reason that you don't – you're not able to go to the cloud and pull text messages from agencies that are considered secret. So you wouldn't be able to pull the CIA's text messages not from just going to the to the cloud. You'd have to have the VPN as well. Right, right, right. Each phone, 
the VPN is registered somewhere. So if for, if so, in case um, you know they they suddenly the plane went down, and they're all on the plane, they'd have to be able to track it. So yeah, the, all the, all those messages can be retrieved, which is why they're coming clean because they know the messages can be retrieved. Well, somebody needs to get in and start retrieving them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're doing I that. Somebody, I, I need somebody to go down right now. I need I need consequences and situations going. I mean, something needs to happen so that yeah. so we don't have to go through this again. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of going through things again, in Yavaldi, mm-hmm. they're having a press conference right now as we do the show. Oh my goodness! And what are they talking? They said no rational person can look at what happened more accurately. What didn't happen in Uvalde, Texas, and used the term police mm. response with a straight face. The guy said mm. chicken S's, called them chicken mm-hmm. S's with a T, and that was the councilman, Ernest W.K. W. King III, uh, after they released the uh, video, and I'm sure a lot of people seen the video. Have you seen the video, D. Lovely? I have video. I watched it without the sound because I, I think I got to it before they took the sound out of the children screaming and as soon as I heard I clicked off the sound. So I watched it without sound. Because I don't need those nightmares. Uh, e, e is on the line, y'all. Hello, my family. Hey, e. Hello. Hey, hey family. E. Hey, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. Listen, it's hard out here in these streets for a teacher. That's all I got. <laughs> I gotta have my I gotta have my hand hover hovering over the <laughs> over the the rim shots here. <laughs> they get ready to come fast and furious. <laughs> I, I oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> e, I was, I was talking about. I, I guess when you came in, we was talking about Uvalde. Your, your uh, opinion on after seeing the video of the scared cops that was in the hallway that didn't want to bust in the room and get the shooter. Um, I did not even need to see the video because they asses was whack as a be. So. You know, I didn't need. I didn't look. I I didn't look at the video. Um, I work at a high school. I could just imagine how those little children felt. Um, the badge of honor, air quotes, on every police car that I saw was to protect and serve. They did neither. Um, and then since oh, they did they both. Even don't don't get it protected and serve themselves. Okay, they protected and served themselves and their children mm-hmm. because they did go get their children out of the school. I, I stand corrected. Thank you, sis. However, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, for a child to, you know, we do things in combat or we do things as an adult that you don't expect children to do, like pull their dead classmates on top of them so they don't get shot. Like it's, it's way too much, and I, it's it's too much. I think they all should be fired. Um, Started from the top down, and and that could, might be harsh, but that's just where I stand. 
Yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You seen the video, right, D. Loving? Yes. Yes, I did. I I, yeah. I didn't need, but I saw it because I felt if I was going to, um, I heard people saying things about the um, the different things that were going on on the video, the the, the cops that went in and then ran back out, the ones that hid. And and the fist bump and the one that was using the hand sanitizer, it's like right. This this is some foolishness that I just don't understand. Now they did get one thing wrong and then had to go back and clarify when they when they zoomed in on the police officer that was on his phone, and they showed the screen right. which was the Punisher screen. They did go back and clarify that the reason he was on his phone. He was the husband of the teacher that was dying in that room, and she called him. And so he was looking at his phone because he was listening to her saying, I'm dying. I'm not going to make it. And he wanted to run in, and they had to physically drag him out, which tells me you've even got the husband of one of the people inside dying and you won't let him go in. He was willing to sacrifice himself if he needed to, to save those children. And they drug Correct. him out. So I, d- I, yeah, I don't understand I why this, why they were so afraid to do what they said they would do when they took this training. The, tr- the active training, active shooter training is about being able to go in and and take care of that situation, not stand in the hallway for over seventy minutes and listen to him murder people. I am so confused by what they what they did. They also showed a mother who went through a back door to go and grab her children and come out. She don't have no police training. She ain't had no gun, but she knew her child was in there and she knew that she needed to go and get them. So I don't understand what kind of police. Just let the somebody say, "Well, we're gonna wait." I would. I, I'm just saying that. That's just me personally. If I was a police officer and that was going on, I'd be the one you'd have to discipline later because I'd go in their guns blazing. Nobody thought the call. Nobody thought to call a sniper. Nobody thought to call Pookie with the unregistered AK. Like I am confused. <laughs> and and we have. We have active shooter training as teachers. And so, you know, I feel like some stinky cheese in Denmark because somebody somewhere knows something um, because he a scrawny little 18-year-old. How, no, how all y'all can't find him and or give a headshot? And for all of you people who don't believe in capital punishment and, and you're thinking that I'm a bad person, I would have shot him right between the eyes in the middle of his forehead. Yep. Okay? And not been sorry. Because how 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 was he even captured alive? I don't get it. I can almost I can almost tell you that <laughs> why he was captured alive. I can I can almost tell you that, but I'm not going to say nothing. After I'm not even learning with you now. That, uh, oh, the the, other, the brother can't. got shot 48 times. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have nothing in the tank. Okay, uh, Mm-hmm. Wasn't a threat the to nobody. The next subject, which I know, 
the next subject, which I know E is ready to. <laughs> She's been dying for two weeks to talk about this one. Uh, Dr. Caitlin Bernard of Indianapolis reported the abortion procedure to Indiana Department of Health on July 2nd, two days after it was performed. Uh, I think there's a governor from Indiana just trying to get on her about this. Is she a state attorney? In the procedure. Okay. State attorney. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. And she, and she put in a cease and desist. So he could stop talking about her on national TV. Uh, mm-hmm. The young girl was raped early in May, and police in Columbus, Ohio, were first alerted to her pregnancy June 22nd. The police documents and court testimony indicate. Uh, your views on this craziness that's going on in our country as far as abortion. E, I know you got a lot to say. I've seen your post. I can't. It is so unfathomable to me that we have gotten to to this point that we feel that any type of abortion is illegal. Um, You can't tell me that in the case of me being raped that I should be forced to have a child that I, I was raped and got pregnant by. Um, Furthermore, all of these rights to lifers, like where were they, um, where are they when you got all these older children still in the system? They, they're, they're not, all these rights to lifers aren't trying to adopt these children. And what's happening after that child is born? What's happening, you know, when the child is now on the doorstep of the fire station you know, at the best case scenario, and the worst case scenario, found in a trash can or on the side of the road, or women douching with drainos and setting themselves down the steps, and like going to butcher shops and going to, you know, these, you know, Pookie's great grandmother because she heard that she could pray over him or give them some concoction and drink and poison. And where are the right to life is there? And how dare they? How I dare agree. They how dare they do that to her? Uh, D. Lovely, I know we talked about it before, but it's even worse after old boy started spitting venom on TV about yeah. the doctor. How do you feel about that? I, I am I am so disgusted by these so-called humans. Um, I think the thing that disturbs me even more now is that when they start calling this fourth grader, this 10-year-old, a woman, and it just sticked to my stomach because not only are they not thinking about how this is going to affect her mentally, physically, 10-year-olds should not be having babies. So if you were telling a 10-year-old to have a baby, what it's going to do to her 10-year-old body is it's beyond understanding. What it does to a grown woman's body who has a child is already difficult enough. But I cannot imagine a 10-year-old having to deal with that. And then on top of that, after all of that is done, you give her a baby and say, here, now go home and take care of it, who probably has never done anything 
close to being around a live child. So when something happens and that child is, the, the pillow is put over the child's face or any of those things that could go horribly wrong because you've got a 10-year-old taking care of a baby, then you're going to want to punish the 10-year-old and you're going to give her some kind of adult punishment that you didn't want to punish the man who did this to her, and you now you're punishing her twice for something she didn't do. Yeah. I just don't understand. I knew it was going to be fire. I agree with everything everybody said. Uh, the next, the next subject: former Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne. Uh, he was an ally of former President Trump. He testified for eight hours uh, behind closed doors on Friday. Uh, he's almost the same kind of supporter like the My Pillow guy. Uh, he said after the after the eight hours that he was surprised that they just wanted to know the truth. <laughs> I find that I find that very hilarious. Since then, we're on the side of people that don't tell the truth. Your opinions on this, E? Your opinions. You know. The truth as known by who? The, like he, that's a lie from the pit of hell, and he know it, and everybody else that heard it know it. Do you love me? Okay, so my, my my head is saying one thing. I'm I'm already disgusted by all of these these people because they all sat silent for so long until they realized they could go down with him. So now all of a sudden you're ready to talk, and he's like, I I've got to have my conscience cleared. You didn't care one minute when people when those police officers were killed during the um, insurrection during that whole right. terroristic. Opportunity. Not one time did they come forward and say, oh, my gosh, I never thought this was going to happen. I've got to tell the truth. You don't have anything to say until suddenly you know you're about to get caught. And now you want to distance yourself in that you knew you were covering, you've been covering for all this time. You've known the whole time what, who he was and what he was, and you, you didn't care. Now that it's going to affect you, you're like, i, I got to come clean. So I know everybody is all, you know, in the praises of the, the young lady, you know, I can't never remember her name, that came forward and, and told everything, told about the, the um, disagreement inside the, the SUV that he, he tried to grab the wheel. All of them have known this all along. She could have said this three months ago, four months ago. Right. January 7th, she should have been on the hill saying, I got something. Y'all need to know what happened. Not one stinking word from any of these folks until now. What's different now than what happened from then? Oh, I know. Now your name is on the block. Now you got you ready to talk. I don't I don't have any have any respect for any of them. When you when you wait to tell the truth, you a liar. Yep, I told you from the, a lie from the Cassidy. Her name was Cassidy. Yeah. Whatever her name is, I don't. I don't care. Um, I don't care what her name is. <laughs> okay, we go another one. 
Here go another one. Steven, Steve Bannon. It will be a trial on Monday, and he's another one that's been he's been charged on two counts of a contempt of Congress. And he tried yeah. to he tried to get a deal because he didn't want to you know go down. Now I want to sing. That's another the same thing that you said, D. Lovely, about somebody wanting to testify testify when their neck is on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And now with someone mm-hmm. like him, my my personal opinion, they should do his um his testi- his he should testify behind closed doors because I I'm telling you what they're getting ready to do. Somebody like him, he's going to come out there slinging lies and he's going to try to make it seem like he's a victim and that the only reason he's doing this is because he's being forced to and he never wanted to and there's nothing wrong with the president with that man who they still call the president, he's gonna he's gonna spew a whole bunch of lies to make sure that he he stays in good with that dude. So I think they need to put him behind closed so that we can regulate what comes out. Well, he's not he's not going in front of the January sixth committee because the judge already said they don't need him to testify. He tried. The judge said no. And he tried again, and the judge said no on Friday. So he got to come in on Monday and face the music of his two counts of contempt of Congress. That's what he's doing on Monday. Um, The coronavirus is on the uptick. Uh, Has anybody – I know there's a number array of my friends on Facebook – Posting at the Essence Festival with a thousand folks around them uh, on the beaches, uh, doing all this activity around a whole lot of people, and this coronavirus is still on the uptick. Uh, have you noticed yeah. about y'all friends, and are y'all still being vigilant as far as being safe? I'm sure E is. I'm going to start with her already. I am being hyper-vigilant, and I've not been to not nay beach, no festival, nothing. And in the event that I am outside amongst the people, I am masked up unless I'm dancing. So, you know, school is getting ready to start for us tomorrow. Uh, I suggest that my students wear a mask when I put them in groups. Um, I have strategically placed, you know, my tables and stuff. Um you know, socially distanced, but I don't know what to tell you. I, you know, I, I didn't go to my sorority boule this year. I'm just, I'm not worried. I'm just cautious. And in and, and being cautious, I, I can't, I can't support what they're doing. Yeah, the numbers, the numbers are, are definitely on people. Yeah, even in China. That's why we ain't going to get yeah. those new phones and those chips ain't going to be produced because ain't nobody working over in China, too. Uh, D. Lovely? I'm trying to continue to be safe. Um, I've been as safe as I possibly could, and I still got it. I, I had COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did everything I was supposed to do, and that means somebody else wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. And, of course, then the worst part of that is I turned around and was responsible for giving it to my parents. And in their 80, in their late 80s, I felt horrible. 
because it's it wasn't it wasn't of anything that I did with you know with malice. And then on top of that, then I have to worry about them coming through it. And I mean, we're all fine. Everybody made it through safe and sound. But the the point being that we never should have gotten to that. If every place I had gone, I, I, I sanitized, I wore the mask, I did everything. But well, there's always some place that you just don't know that you've been or somebody who's around you that you just don't know their status. And there you go. So I've been through the situation, I, and it's unfortunate. I agree, C, because I've been vaxxed and boosted, and mm-hmm. and I got it three times, three times, and and seven times as a uh, positive contact tracer um, because yeah. they're not having people. Um, I don't know what these – see, I was about to say something real disrespectful. I don't know what – are doing when they leave the classroom. I don't know how they living. I don't know how they mom and them living. I don't know how Pookie and Ray Ray and Bubba and Becky living. I don't know if they've gotten a vaccine. I, I don't know. And they are able to come to school to a public entity and have an option of wearing a mask. Now, I do everything but walk around in my, walk around in my four. I'm doing everything. You know? And I, I agree. I I don't want to bring nothing home to my my children or my grandchildren, and 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 I am governing myself accordingly. But I can't. I'm not responsible for everybody else doing what they're doing. And I got it. I got it three times. And every time that our uh, person in HR called me, you know, she no longer said Miss Davis. She called me Elisha. The last time she called me, I was in the ER because I could mm. not breathe. I'm thinking I'm having an asthma attack. And I got a positive COVID test. Mm. And the first thing they asked me was, are you vaccinated mm. and boosted? Hell yeah. But I work at a school. And I wear my mask. All I, so I don't know what, I don't know I what know, the answer is, but I, I'm frustrated. All I know is mm. Pookie be doing a lot of stuff on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And That's Ray all Ray. I know. That's what Ray. I got out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm Pookie and Ray Ray out in them streets, and we know it. We know it. I, you already know they are. <laughs> Wilding out. Like uh, the last thing I want to say, um, this Indiana man rushed in a fire in a, in a house and saved four young children, and they said they had another one in the house. And he went back in and got that child and jumped through a window up from the second floor getting out. He got burned. They said he broke his arm, but he saved five kids. I just This is out of Indiana. It just happened this morning. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. Yeah, finally some good news. Finally some good yeah. news. I want to thank, now I have a, I want to thank you we ladies hang up. for being on the show. Wait, I got I a question before we y'all. hang up. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, who ma'am. pushed her? Who pushed her? You know who. You talking about... You know who. You talking about Trump's sister? Uh, Trump's I ain't ex-wife. say no names. <laughs> who pushed her? Suddenly. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, she was... She was. How old was she? Was she was 84? No, she, she was 70. No. She was in her late 70, but... Somebody, the person who on the on a friend of hers and her nurse said, not only could she barely walk, 
that she wanted to go to her favorite restaurant, but she would have had to go down two stairs, and she couldn't do it. So she couldn't go to the restaurant. At the top of a spiral staircase with a cup of coffee, you ain't get, I, stop it. Stop it. I didn't get that report. When they find you at the bottom of the stairs, Boy. they don't say nothing about the broken. Their coffee cup ain't broken. Nope. So she what? You she know cradled what? the cup. Stop it! Stop it! Right. Which one? Who did? Who pushed? Here goes the truth. Here goes some more of the story. I have not heard that. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! Well, mm-hmm. here we go again. Now I got to fuss with Darlene about the conspiracy thing. She said, "Yes, yeah, somebody got her." I said, I don't That's think right. so, Darlene. Darlene ain't wrong. Now, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Here I go mm-hmm. again. All right, I want to thank you, ladies, for calling in. Love y'all. Have a safe week, and we'll do this again next Sunday. All, All right. Love you guys. Bye.